How dare you tweet at me and tell me that you hate one of the greatest cartoons ever made? Ed, Ed, and Eddie is a classic, you son of a, you uncultured swine. All right. You will Allow go to the dugout to... for the next year. I feel like the Beverly Hillbilly sauce. Come on down. We can go to the Hillbillies. It is time for Beards and Balls in the Car version as Ulysses is driving a car. Ulysses, you son of a bitch. It's like the Eagles. They won one Super Bowl. But in the end, their DNA says they're losers. So they're going to be losers. Coming at you live from a basement, an apartment, and a non-moving car. It is the Beers and Balls podcast. Featuring Ulysses, guest starring hey. Anthony, and your host for the evening, me. I'm Patrick. I'm hosting. Okay. Where can they that find was almost you, a Patrick? 10 out of 10 intro. I'll give you that. That's almost. Good. That's good. That's good. We, we can end it now. Until he did what the Packers are here. Until he did what the Packers always do, which is get right to the finish line and then shit the bed. <laughs> Fucking like cheating always. Fucking refs always cheating us out of the Don't, Super Bowl. You shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say that because Des Bryant caught that. And that's all I'm going to say and leave it at that. You the know it. Bowl indicate? Oh, wait. Hey, what about the refs? That was a divisional game. That wasn't a championship game. Was it? No, 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 no. What, what about the refs? I thought they, I thought the refs were a thing. I'm Anthony, by the way. You can follow me at born to run underscore 19 on Twitter. Uh, and because he never said it, you can follow the podcast at beards underscore balls. You can also leave us a rating, a review and all that other stuff on Apple podcasts or whatever place you listen to podcasts. I think you can do stars on Spotify now, but I'm not sure. I have not seen that. Yeah, because if not, you would have given us 10 stars or 5 stars or whatever bullshit it is. Uh, no, also, Cheeseman. No, you can't, no you can't. You can't do anything with that. Okay, it well is. then, Cheeseman, now's the time to introduce the third person, don't you think? Oh, wait, you did. He did mention Yeah, Ulysses I did. Talk. I said, in a non-moving car featuring Ulysses. Hey, everybody, well, you host it's like chaos. Yeah, Ulysses yeah, is high. <laughs> okay cheese where are we uh, going come on another quality episode i love it here's oh, here's the thing first off i need to i need to vent oh boy Ooh, all right ulysses, I got boy. ulysses you son of a bitch how dare you tweet at me and tell me that you hate one of the greatest cartoons ever made ed ed and eddie is a classic you son of a, you uncultured swine all right you will Allow go to the to, dugout for the next year. Allow me to year? to clarify something. I the words I hate never left my fingertips into the Twitter world. I just said I thought the show was incredibly average. There's a difference. Well, you are very uh, wrong. I bet you, you like that new Teen Titans Go crap that looks terrible. No, God no. Yeah, it looks like hor- it's horrible. He, I I this is. I I'm very well informed for this conversation, but I choose not <laughs> to engage in it. I was about to say this is a fantastic sports podcast so far. <laughs> I choose just not to engage in it because there's I be, you know what? Let's just talk about the sports, right? Let's You're right. Let's talk about this. How about them Packers clinching the one seed? You go through Lambo this time for real. We're going to the Super Bowl this time for reals. That's what I was hey. about to say. Are they even going to the championship game? Because what's the point if they're not going to get to that? Yes. Ulysses. You're all Ulysses, inferior. Two, two names. Tom Brady and Eli Manning. They've both shown <laughs> us that it's pretty easy to go into Lambeau and win. That was, so, yeah? I mean, you're not wrong. Eli Manning beat him in 2007. I was about to also say and Russell Wilson, but that was in Seattle. So Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Seattle was really good that year. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I, we're, we're, since we're already getting into the heat of the podcast, well, I'll stick with that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I do think the Packers are legit. I think they are a contender. But as much of, unless they play in a, the straight up like frozen tundra and whatnot, I don't really see them having a legit home field advantage, you know, because the NFC is filled with some 
pretty like strong powerhouses and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. with with the Rams if they're hot, with the Bucks if they're hot, with the Cowboys if something doesn't go wrong. Happens. Yeah. Hell, yeah. even even some somebody like Arizona, if Kyle Murray is on his game, man, Aaron Rodgers is gonna have to do a lot to compensate for that, you know. The NFC is the both conferences are pretty deep this year. I know. Like, okay, I mean, I understand that there's a lot of uh, eight and sevens and, you know, in like the AFC, but that, I mean, to me, that's always just that look at all these teams beating up on each other. Uh, yeah. But in the NFC, I mean, you have also the same amount of legitimate teams who feel like at any moment they can go on a run. Every team, here's the thing, Cheeseman, this is probably the only thing you should worry about. Every other team in the NFC East that's contending, I feel like, has gone through their rough patch already, or some are still going through them and working out of them. You just hope that the Packers don't hit a rough patch at the wrong time. Because and the re- and the only reason I say that is, I always look at the one seed as kind of a blessing and a curse. It really depends on the team you're you are, and Peyton Manning's Colts are the perfect example of that. The whole getting a week off usually sitting i know the packers are going oh no, it's my yeah, dream no it's there's my two dream. So, come on Bengals. No, i don't know i always think that, that week off doesn't hey, hey, be quiet hey, in a way that, that we all think it should uh i think it kind of slows their momentum but that's just me i'm not saying that the packers will shit the bed because who knows aaron's aaron's annoying ass is playing pretty inspired football lately so who knows but that's just me. Just fucking win it, please. I want that Super Bowl ring that I don't even know if I'll be able to get or not. You already have one. Stop acting like you I don't want to have two Packer stocks, but no rings. You have one in 2010. I'm talking about a physical ring that I can wear on my <sighs> finger and lord over you. Okay, fine. No, you're not going to lord like, anything over me because I don't care about your dummy stock. If it gives like, you a Super Bowl how- ring and you would be dying for the Cowboys to hurry up and get one. I don't Anthony, care. I want you to, Anthony, I want you to understand the possible hell we might live through in a couple months. We with that, we oh have God, a chance yeah. at having an all cheeseman Super Bowl. Uh, oh, no. it's my dream! No, it's there's my two. Dream. No, Come on, Bengals! AFC no, North the, Champ Bengals! Who hey, be quiet. Oh. the Chiefs? Stop yelling into the mic. Anyways. I'm and I like your Chiefs, but you make me you make me want to hate all of your teams. Not my Chiefs, that's Kaufman. I said Chiefs. Oh, I hate them too. Uh, your Bengals. I love the Bengals, but I really want to hate them now. Uh, everybody no, does. You know why? Because we're good now. I don't think everybody does. I think maybe just the AFC North and no, everybody else knows what the Bengals how to. Every they can handle the Bengals. Don't worry. You're good though. You're good. You're going to be really good for the next few as long as you have those two throw into each other. Or one throw into the other, you're going to be fine. We don't even uh, need that. All we need is an upgraded offensive line and a couple more defensive playmakers, and it's an unstoppable force. I don't know about. It. I wouldn't go that far because you're still the Cincinnati Bengals, and as uh, Ulysses, you've heard me say this before. At, at, at your heart of hearts, as a team, you are who you are. It's like the Eagles; they won one Super Bowl, but in the end, their DNA says they're losers, so they're going to be losers in the long run. Uh, I think they're losers with a with a championship history. That's all that counts. One, one is better than zero. Has math has proven. I uh, that sounds like someone who's desperate for the Bengals to have one. Yes, it is. That's exactly what it is. But no, I I like your Bengals. I think uh, I love Joe Burrow. I I've I've gone into detail about that. Uh, I think he's great. I like that he plays with a chip on his shoulder. Um. He, he it's very very Tom Brady like the way he uh, weaponizes things that he hears and, and does. It's good. I, I think he's going to be great. You're you're set for like unless the Bengals Bengal, you're set for the next decade. I don't think they will. I think given the current age of social media and given the new atmosphere that the front office has, because it's being run mainly through Elizabeth Blackburn. Not strictly through Mike Brown, like he's not contro- sitting up there, which is a good thing. Less, not having the last say and everything, he's 
I'm sure he still has his voice in it, but it's mainly been, as far as I can tell, it's been Katie Duke, Elizabeth Blackburn, Duke Tobin, and them have pretty much taken control, and they've done great so far, and I don't foresee, because they're seeing this swell of pride, because they're seeing actual on-field success, and the most important thing, because they're seeing increased revenue, I highly, I will be shocked I'll be absolutely shocked if they decide to go back. It's like, well, we've reached. We don't need to go any further. Fuck away in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. You know, 10 and 6. That's uh, mm-hmm. 10 and 7. Yay. That, 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 as long as we get there, they all care. No, I, this, they seem like they care and they seem, it seems like they're going to do everything they can. They're not going to fucking waste this. I don't think they will either. I mean, as someone who's not like invested in the Cincinnati team or at, in any way, shape, or form, I just want them to stay competitive. Like, just if anything, this football season has has shown us is competition all all way around just makes for a much more entertaining season. Yeah, you're so right. Every division felt like it was up for grabs, and then Cheeseman, like last week, can you pull up the playoff picture so we can go ahead and uh, have a look at that in a second, Ulysses. Anything else about the Cincinnati? You want the current play- You want the current playoff picture as it stands right now, right? Very yeah. current, yes. Um, in terms of Bengals, no, but like to add on to the fact that how competitive season is, like to think that it took to week seventeen for teams like the Falcons and mm-hmm. Miami to to be like officially eliminated. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. I mean, I guess this whole seventeen-game season is actually panning out. I guess. So, personally, I would still like it to be sixteen because I thought that was the perfect number. Agreed. But I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna pretend that I don't like the the way things have turned out in terms of the parity of it all. Uh, from what I've, from I mean, at least from what I've read in you know articles with insiders and things like that, it sounds like they're trying to add that eighteenth game to have a nice even 18 and i i think that might for me that's just i mean if you're gonna do it you gotta have expanded rosters and there's a lot of things you gotta do uh because there, i mean the, the nfl over the last what i would say since like 2000 it feels like they've really made an effort at least actually i would say since goodell became commissioner they've really made an effort to be a year-round sport even in the off season, they they are always top build. Uh, yeah. It's it's just impressive to see it, and by expanding the season out even further, and the Super Bowl. Remember, the Super Bowl used to be in January. Now it's in February, and you know it, it's uh, it's it's they've done it pretty successfully. I you can't help but be impressed at what they've done, <laughs> even yeah. if we don't agree with it. You know. <laughs> so cheese, what's the uh, playoff picture look like? How many spots are actually up for grabs? Do, 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 do. One, two. Damn it. Damn it. Professional stuff, Cheeseman. Anyways, One, Ulysses. two. Three. Shockingly okay. enough, the NFC 60 does not locked in. Who, so who's competing wow. for the NFC for the, the for that spot then? Right now, I mean, shockingly, the, the the Niners are nine and seven, so it's theirs to lose somehow, and it's, it's between them and the Saints. Okay, real quick, if we're doling out people who are some some uh, praise to guys, we really have to give a lot of praise to Sean Payton. Ulysses, remember what you said about how long it took for teams to get eliminated? The yeah. fact. That Sean Payton with a, a, a has led his quarterbackless Saints all the way to this point to where they're still su- in the last week of, of of the NFL they're still in the hunt, like and they're probably going to win their last game because it's against the Falcons. Like they True. can finish nine and eight. That's pretty who, impressive. Uh, who are the Niners playing? Because I'm it, I cheese and said it's theirs to lose. So. They're playing the Rams. So well, it's, they've, it's, they've had their number as of late, so they might yeah. pull something out of their ass. Well, I think the way that the, the style of football that the 49ers play, which is a much more physical style, really lends itself towards playing 
I'm not saying that the Rams are all finesse, but they do lean more towards the finesse style, at least on offense. You know, yeah. uh, I, I think uh, I think that's good, man. The 49ers might lose that game, and if they and if the Saints win, that's it. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, uh, Cheeseman. Who are the other two spots? You can't tell me to wait because we're recording. Six and seven in the AFC. Six and seven in the AFC. I feel pretty good um, about six. The Colts. Being the Colts as they play the Jaguars. So I feel pretty confident about that. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. The Colts, uh, they lost last week against uh, who'd they lose to? I think it was Oakland. Because I know they lost. I mean Vegas. They they lost to the they lost to the Raiders. Yeah, they lost to the Raiders. Um, the the most interesting game uh, I think of the weekend for me is gonna be Chargers Raiders because the winner makes the winning in the winners in. Yeah, yeah, the winners in unless they you know tie. That, then somehow I think somehow I think Steelers. Um, uh, Steelers or Ravens. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. God, oh, and, and to top it off, the Ravens and the Steelers play each other in that last week, too. So in, in, in a weird world, if the Ravens or Steelers win and that other game ties, that winner makes it into the playoffs. I, I, I have to ask to you, both of you, if you're looking at the Chargers and the Raiders, who would you much rather see in that? make it into the playoffs um as a whole i think the raiders are probably a better team but okay as someone whose dad is a chargers fan i'm i'm gonna pick the homer pick and i would much rather see the chargers go at it and it's mostly just because i want to see the continued evolution of herbert you know give him that Give them that playoff, even if, like, like it's one of those kind of playoffs where he's young. Even if he shits the bed, whatever, right? He'll 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 learn from that because the kid mm-hmm. has legit talent. You know, it's one of those. He's one of those guys that you could just tell he's gonna probably take a pretty good number of lumps in the next next couple seasons. Because as talented as the Chargers, I don't really see them being. Not not to give Cheeseman anything more to celebrate, but I don't see them making the leap like how the ba- how the Bengals might have done it this year. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. he'll he'll be better off for that, you know, because in two or three years, I think they could build a legit contending team. Mm-hmm. I personally am gonna probably, and here's the thing: I you guys know how I feel about Justin Herbert; he's my favorite boy. Um, but and you also love your car. I love me some Derek Carr and Derek Carr. I want to see him get some success in the playoffs. I want to see him make it into the playoffs. I'd like to see the Chargers maybe go on. I'd like to see the fucking Chargers beat the Chiefs. But anyways, um, I would like I, I would just like to see Derek Carr get a little bit of success. And it's very much for the same the same reason that you said right now about uh, how Herbert's young. He's got time. I know he's going to be around. I, I know he is. Um, but Derek Carr, his day, you know, who know, he's getting older, and I think I would like to see him have a little bit of success. Plus, wouldn't it be a great story after all that Gruden bullshit that went down? Yeah, he still, still somehow kept their heads up. Um, Chiefs, how about you? I would like it to be the Raiders because if the Bengals end up moving up to the two seed, I want to host the Raiders and have a win. That's fine. Uh, I guess his is a much less fun answer, but 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 to be uh, fair, to be fair, it's his. He it's in the same conference, so I will ask I mean, him this I, next. I question. love, I love that Cheeseman is like the de- de- designated like Homer pick guy. Like he'll never stay away from that. You know, he's always gonna go with the Homer pick. He's not a Cowboys fan, Ulysses. He doesn't. Well, <laughs> he doesn't understand. He doesn't have. Uh, we only know one way. We only know no, exactly, exactly. Uh, but, but uh, I guess that same question. But with the 49ers and the Saints, who would you rather see in there? 
Give me the Niners. I, yeah. Uh, okay. I, 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 don't think this, a, I don't think the Saints can survive. Mm-hmm. Neither can I. And that's Neither the thing, I. you know, like the last thing I want is for, uh, for lack of a better way to phrase it, an imposter team to get in. And it's, it just gives someone an, a, a punching bag and whatnot. And I, I, I don't, I don't right. really want that. I would rather mm-hmm. have a competitive game because mm-hmm. I would like the crazy story that I would love to see is if Niners beat the Rams. And then somehow those teams see each other again in the playoffs. Like, talk about bad blood, you know? Like, that'd be really good to watch. Cheese, could that possibly happen if we're looking at the playoffs there? I'm curious. What was it again, please? That the Rams and the 49ers somehow meet again in the playoffs? Because the Rams would go in as the two seed if they win. Well, let's go Um, with if Niners win. Okay, yeah, the Niners win. Then yeah, then the okay, if the Niners win, then they drop. No, yeah, they drop to the third seed. Uh, which would mean that the third seed would so the second and third the second seed will play the fifth seed. The third seed would play the sixth. Yeah, I think they'd play. Uh, I'm not even sure to be honest. All I'm opening numbers. it up here. Hang on. All these new numbers uh, of playoffs games have, have totally ruined the way I used to see things. It, and the, the, I've been like that with lit- like because MLB and the NBA expanded their mm-hmm. their their yeah. playoffs, and I, I get lost very quickly. Yeah, like, it'll happen. If the so Niners beat the Rams, then the Niners will play the seven, Rams right? again in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I'd there you go. Have that so I kind of same here. I I I think it would just make for a better playoff game at, at the end of the day, uh, and that's all that we want, right? Good football, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, cheese. I think we're done with the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, other than I'm pretty happy that the Titans are now going to be the one seed in the AFC in the AFC. Uh, well, as it's long possible. As, as long as they beat the Texans, okay. Which, okay, we joke about that now, but but the, I'm not joking. I'm being serious because the, the Texans beat the Chargers. That's why I'm being serious. Uh, I can very much see it happening because it. We've seen weird things happen. They lost to the Jets, didn't they? I mean, yep, we have. Is there like any possibility of King Henry coming back? I actually. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure when he's expected to be back. Uh, do you know that, Cheeseman? I only asked because I, I thought I saw him. like He's practicing. So they brought him back up. He's, he's practicing in full. So he is practicing. He's not going to play, obviously, this week, but he'll be back for the playoffs. So they've already, yeah, so they've designated him to return from injured, injured reserve. So okay. that... I think we've talked about it for several weeks now on the podcast, but if he comes back and he's, even if he's not a hundred percent, if he's just close enough to that, that's pretty scary to have to deal with. Uh, Look, all I'm going to say is that I I saw American underdog over the weekend. So I would love to see (laughs) Rams Titans again. Okay. Okay. So you did see it. How was it? Oh my God, guys, guys. Guys, he saw the so. If you don't know what American underdog is, Ulysses, please ex- please explain what that is. So, American underdog is essentially the story of how Kurt Warner became Kurt Warner and whatnot, and it's the exact same. It's the like if you could think of what that like. Watch the trailer, and if you watch the trailer, you instantly know what the movie is. And the movie plays out pretty much exactly how you think it's going to be. It's really the only word I could use to describe it is it's the ultimate schlock. You know, it's it's cheesy as hell. Um, Like the man comes off as like very strong of faith and that it does not get lost in the film. Um, I forgot what's the name of the chick who played Rogue. She's in there and she's Anna Paquin. That's the one. Um. I don't know if it, that's just because that's how I believe they're still married. Kurt Warner's wife is, but she comes off. Kurt and Brenda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess they are still married. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. that She comes off as like 
very like I don't know I don't I don't want to sound very disrespectful, but it just she comes off as kind of weird to me, and the whole way the way that they portrayed the family one night is like weirdly interesting, but like it's a solid like five point five out of ten. That's so. so my did, quick the question movie is, did you enjoy it? I mean, I, so I love no. some trash. I love me some okay. trash films. I don't know. What yes, just so you know, he likes both Daredevil and Elektra. And we're talking bear. We're not talking about Charlie Cox's Daredevil. We're talking about Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Okay, Mr. Boston yeah. himself. Okay, and that's right, <laughs> Pack. My to my buddy Pack who's listening. Yes, I am ragging on Ben Affleck. I know you love the man, but I'm gonna rag on him right now. Uh, he sucks. Okay, he he sucks. The best thing about him in bat in in Zack Snyder's Justice League is that it's literally just him saying, "Hey, y'all." Look at this team that I put together. Give me credit. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that has nothing to do with football. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed the schlock. I guess. Very much so. Yeah. I thought I was. I think oh, the host is supposed to be hosting. I hope this. I hope Bitcoin crashes for real. That'd just be funny as hell. Okay, but we're recording cheese. Keep yeah, I know. Going. I'm just getting that out there. Well, good because so, I'm gonna uh, literally cut all of that out. Okay, I I got the topic. Uh, yeah. So before we we leave football, there's a couple. Items I'm not talking about regarding. him. I'm I'm done talking about him. He cost me my fantasy football title. I'm not talking. I'm I'm done with dealing with him. You guys can talk about him all you want. I'm I, I recuse myself from this conversation. Wait, wait, talking about who? I'm I'm lost. I know who, and it's funny because that's not what I wanted to talk about. But oh, I you're guess about real fake quick. Steve? No, it's like I don't want to like shit on the whole mental health thing, but oh, somebody got to reach out to Antonio Brown and help the man. Like it's it's legitimately sad. Like. I don't really get mad at a lot of things. Like, if, mm-hmm. if for anyone who follows me on Twitter, they know I bitch and complain about the dumbest thing, but I don't really get mad at a lot. But the one thing I do get mad at is the idea of wasted talent, you know? And Oh, yeah. The, sad, the, the true sad part about it is the simple fact that Antonio Brown was literally in the conversation to being the greatest receiver in the history of the NFL, you know, like his trajectory was that of a Terrell Owens, a Calvin Johnson, uh, Jerry Rice, and who I think is the best is Randy Moss, right? Whether numbers and all that, he was going to be it. And he, the, 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 how he just shat his entire career away is just mm-hmm. like irritating. I get so it. I, I just hope, I just hope the guy gets help. At the end of the day, I, I, I just—I I mean, uh, I don't. It's it's one of those things. It's so it is a hard thing to talk about because you're you, you don't know exactly why or what's yeah. going on. But at the same time, I'm in that same boat with you where you're like, oh. and then there's those there's the accusations. There's the way he yeah. reacted to the accusations. It's like it's one of those things where I think I'd say. I forget where I said it or who I said it to where it's unfortunately, I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I guess, come up with an opinion on him based on what I think is happening in, on, you know, in terms of his mental health, I can only come up with an opinion based on the things he's done already. Yeah. Things that I know that for a certain or, or fact or could be fact. Um, it was a surreal thing to watch. That's for sure, because all of a sudden you're just kind of you're just watching and things are happening. And then all of a sudden on on social media, it's everywhere. And you're kind of wondering what is going on with this guy. Um, And then there are things and then you hear you. I don't know if you guys have heard other things from the uh, the way from, I guess, things that are more in favor of his side of things with the way Tampa Bay handled things and uh, it's a, it's a mess. It's a mess. 
the the last thing I'll say about this topic is props to Tom Brady. Like that that man handled that situation with like the utmost class, and that's that's hard to do. Really, really hard yeah. to do. I think the one thing that 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 at the core of it also is that this isn't a and it's somebody and I was listening to it. Uh, I think it was either yesterday or today on sports radio, and someone brought up a great point that this isn't a case of football saving a guy where if you keep bringing him back and giving him chances, that oh, yeah. it's going to help him. This has only done nothing but enable him and not address the problem. So maybe, you know, if a team doesn't reach out to him this time, he will get help. I hope a team doesn't reach out to him for that sake, as opposed to them deciding to look past his, uh, you know, look past these problems, ignore them just to get another talented player on their team. That I just hope for the best for the guy. I really do. Uh, she's, I don't, I, I know you saw that Antonio Brown stuff. You, you have any opinion on that? Nope. Hmm. Yeah, he recused himself. Oh, is it the because? Only, okay, fine. Yeah, and then the only other thing I'll talk about, and this is something we could all pretty much agree on. I want to talk about who, the two biggest idiots in the NFL right now, and I have no problem calling him that. Joe Judge. I don't know who that is. Oh, Joe can Judge we talk about that co- real quick? I know. Are you going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the and the voter? No, God no, no. But I want to talk about what you said with Joe Judge, be- real quick, Cheeseman. Elaborate on that because that was tell so you. Joe Judge, Joe Judge is the coach of the Giants, New York Giants. Right? His in his second season, and he's out there. He had a press conference. He's out there. He's talking about like this. This culture is different. We got we got people in here. That you know, we got guys here. They don't have golf clubs and books and stuff in the locker room. They're they're fighting. They want to be here. We have guys that aren't on this team. that are free agents. They're they're begging and clawing and dying to be on here. No, nobody wants to be on the New York Giants. Nobody Except- wants to be coached by you, dude. Yeah. You had Kenny Galladay, who's arguably a top twenty-four receiver in the league, and he had no touchdowns all season. That's bad. <sighs> that Joe that's Judge scary. is a dullard, okay. When it comes down to it, he is a dullard. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. it. Was, just wait, their it offense was actually more productive when Jason Garrett was calling the plays. Well, be, well, you know, you know how it is when a team struggles, they'll fire the guy who's not the problem but might seem like the problem or is an easy scapegoat. And that was you know, you know how I feel about Jason Garrett. I would push him off of a cliff if I could, but. <laughs> but the Giants were not his fault. No, the, the Giants are a made whole them, made them kind of competitive. He actually Ooh. used Saquon Barkley to his abilities. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is, is that they have a running back who can't stay healthy. They don't have a good team. They have a few weapons, but they they're they're a team that is in full rebuilding mode. Whether they want to accept that or not, <laughs> like it's. I don't know. This is not the Giants that I remember from and just a few an owner, years ago. An owner that's against fun. Well, He's the one who's strictly enforcing the taunting rule. I mean, mind to you, be fair to be fair, Tom Coughlin was there, and he didn't seem like he was a lot of fun. Tom Coughlin never seemed like he was fun, even when he was winning and celebrating the Super Bowl. He seemed like we could but do better, a party better, he, and he won two party Super harder. Bowls. He needs to get with uh, Andrew WK so that they can, you know, party and all that. Very I'd fun. kill to see that. I'd kill okay. See oh, that. wait. Are we going to talk about the um, the Washington football team stadium almost killing people? <laughs> Ulysses. Yeah, that- okay. I-, I know that you work in stadiums and you do all that. So I want your opinion on this whole thing. Cheeseman, let's just let him tell us. Yep. So, all right. So, this is what I wanted to talk about. This is one of the two idiots. Before I do that real quick, the other idiot I wanted to really rag on is the cornerback from the Raiders. How, how do you get a DUI when, you, when your teammate literally killed somebody because they were driving drunk? Oh, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you moron. Mm-hmm. Anyway. To be bigger idiot, just for that. <laughs> the bigger idiot is Dan Snyder. I... Get that man away from the NFL. So I looked into this, right? Because as he said, I've worked in I've worked in stadium for almost a decade. 
you name it, you name an arena in, or a stadium in the greater Los Angeles area, I've worked it. Now, when I looked into this, right, that part of the the state the stadium is all that's not like cement. That's not like permanent. That's all mm-hmm. extensions, right? So mm-hmm. they're no more than like your basic high school basketball gym bleachers that you could just roll out and put yeah. together. So when I used to work events, I re- I distinctly remember we had two different kinds of barricades. We had a barricade that you, you just screw tight. Like, you know, when you have a desk monitor and you put the, the clamp on the back, mm-hmm. those we would never put with the fans. Why? Because they're not that supportive. You put legit screws and bolts on those kinds because those will hold it. They will drag the entire uh, stanchion before one of those things break. Mm-hmm. And to find out that these guys had clamps on that, it's absolutely insane. Not to mention the fact that there's this. So if you take away any stadium that was recently built, so you could take out the Mercedes-Benz Dome, you could take out SoFi, mm-hmm. you could take out all those, right? Of the older ones. The NFL and, the, and all the owners have put in a lot of money renovating their stadium whether if it's new seats, scoreboard, a lot of the little knickknacks that we probably don't see on the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Of all teams, the teams that, like, in its insanity, even think about the fact that this accounts when the Raiders were still playing in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Washington has invested the least amount of money into their stadium in, like, the last decade. Like, insanity. Are you out of your damn mind? Not to mention the fact that earlier this year, little shit water, literal shit water. Twice, yeah. Twice. Blown up in in that stadium. The best thing. The best thing. So, guys, if you go on Twitter, there is this great just timeline. This, 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 this of people sharing videos of shitty things happening at the Redskins uh stadium redskins uh oh guys guys do not cancel oh, racist me. that was i look i'm doing a lot of research for the uh for the topic later the word that word comes up a lot okay it comes up a lot so i've seen it a lot today but uh washington stadium there's a great just thread of videos from different angles and it's of the shit water of the barricade, the barricade one. If you see it from an upper view, from from someone recording down, facing down, it is insane the way that they that these people. You don't realize just how far they fell, and Dude. kind of where they fell, and the way they're just bouncing on that shit. <laughs> I mean, Dude, like this is the thing that also drives me. Now, Anthony, please don't strangle me when I say this, but. Imagine if you were the owner of the Eagles, right? And mm-hmm. you're a legitimate star quarterback. Like, Jalen Hurts looks like he, he might be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Imagine if your legitimate, soon-to-be star quarterback had his knee blown out because the stadium couldn't uh, yeah. handle. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what's the name of the owner of the Eagles, but he was going to own two teams if that was Jeffrey Laurie. He would Jeffrey Laurie. He would have taken the Washington team for everything they had. If mm-hmm. that would have happened, you know, insanity. I'm pretty sure <sighs> those fans could probably sue too for negligence. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, I guarantee you at least one of them will. And I the hope they do. But can we shout out Jalen Hurts, man of the people? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, go like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, shit. That's fucked up. Anyway, see, like, he stopped. He picked everyone up. He's checking on him. He's taking the selfies. Yeah, like, I'm, 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 I'm dead. I've worked at plenty of events and I've seen security guards act like if they're goddamn Robocop or they're secret service, like fuck that security guard. These guys just fell and he's yeah. like picking them up and trying to like throw them back to the seats, acting like if they jumped the barrier, like, like screw you asshole. That's what that I got mad love for Dylan hurts now because he was super cool about it. Cause he picked people mm-hmm. up. He, he didn't give a damn. He was just like, Hey, are you guys okay? And then oh, yeah. everybody who, all the Eagle fans that fell down, he made sure he dabbed them up, 
a couple guys tried to take a selfie and he was like, no, 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 come in, come in. And there was one security guard who grabbed one dude and he's like pulling him. And yeah. Jalen looks at him like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. like, let him do, let him get the selfie at the very least. The dude could have broken his neck. That is how you ingratiate yourselves with the fans. That and was, cl- that was such a classy, I, I, I've, I mean, he literally just stopped. He's like, holy fuck. I almost watched a bunch of people die or something. Look, and then, I will be the then, first to say, I don't like the Eagles, but I like Jalen Hurts. You can separate uh, the player from the team. Not always, Cheeseman, not always. Okay? But this, I mean, this I, time I, I will give it to him. I'll give him props because he called out the NFL in Washington going like, hey, can we get a follow-up? Anybody's going to help these guys? Yeah, that was amazing. That was that was amazing. It was literally just like the most passive aggressive way of saying, "Hey, fuck you, Dan Snyder." It's like, motherfucker, you're a billionaire, and you're telling me that you can't have decent barricading on your st- like at the bare minimum of, uh, of your stadium. As it stands okay. right now, I just saw a picture of those stands. As it stands right now, all I did put some zip ties around them. So I have to say this. Um, this goes. This is a problem that goes back years because why? I, I hope you both remember. Do you remember? You both remember why RG three got hurt? Yeah. Why, Cheeseman? Please, please tell us. Because he was put into a playoff game at less than a hundred percent with his knee, and you can see the moment his knee just says, "Nope, Wait, I'm out." But but aside from that, look at the field that they were playing on. Oh my God! You cannot survive on that field. No. So that it's is interesting. A fact nasty about thing. that. Mm-hmm. So interesting fact about that. I need. A, I don't remember the exact name, but every gra- every NFL field has to pass a pretty much an impact test. Like every mm-hmm. field has to be has to have that. I remember when when the Rams came down to the Coliseum, the NCAA and the NFL have different rules. So we had a. There were nights where when USC played, we had to tear up the entire grass and then put new sod just so the field would be legally ready. Mm-hmm. The Redskins were like nowhere near like the legal requirement for the NFL that game. No, I mean it's it's clear, and then uh, the, I mean that plays a factor in the fact in the loss of an of a career uh, of RG 3s entire career, which is it's pretty sad. But it goes back to all these years, and you still and all of these problems, and you still don't do anything about Dan Snyder. I mean. And that's just the stadium stuff. <laughs> that's not including all the other, the workplace the, issues. I, that's and the, the, that is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. It's the stadium. Yeah. We know yeah. how deep the iceberg actually goes because we've seen it in the last five years. We've seen mm-hmm. it. We've seen what's, what lies beneath. We literally haven't seen. So what's at the top of the iceberg? And now we have. You know, what's funny is when you look up Dan Snyder, it says that he's co-CEO of the, of the, of the Washington football team. Uh, which is funny because he made his wife co-CEO uh, kind of. In she's a, in trash a very, like, too. Oh, oh, she's trash too. But it's in a, it was in a, uh, oh, I can't, I, I don't think I want all the blame on me kind of thing. Uh, I mean, technically he it, still has all the blame on him. It's a marriage thing. So you're married. He's into an it. idiot. The problem is he's an idiot. They're all idiots. Somehow, He's look, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, Dan Snyder, guys like that are, are proof that you can be an idiot and still be rich. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look, unless in February 2nd they announced that their new team is the Washington Dan Snyder no longer owns us, they should not be allowed to continue being an NFL franchise. Well, they need to they need to be forced to sell. I, I, I would rather play for the Detroit Lions than I would play for the Washington football team. Oh, so would I. Well, but I don't think that's, that's, I'd, I'd rather play for literally every other team, including the Steelers, who I actively and openly despise. I'd rather play for them than Washington. Because you know what? At least at least in Pittsburgh, that field's still pretty good. All right, I got the ultimate what if for Anthony. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Okay. Would you rather play for Dan <laughs> Snyder or Urban I would Meyer? rather play for Jeffrey Laurie and the goddamn Philadelphia Eagles. He said Urban Meyer. I said oh. Urban Meyer, homie. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to really put me in a corner. But, well, now you know the answer to that question. If it came down to the Eagles and the Redskins, uh, currently, currently, 
Yeah, the Eagles. Uh, okay, Reds. Okay, we got to stop saying Redskins. Yeah, you, uh, you guys. Me and do. Ulysses. Me and Ulysses. When we have it. to. You did say it earlier, and I didn't you say did. anything about it. Because uh, right, I thought, I you know what? Now I'm not alone. Uh, the football team. Um, I totally lost what I was going to say because I said it now. Uh, Would you oh, yeah. No, play okay. for Urban Meyer or or Dan Snyder. Well, Urban Meyer because. At the end of the day, what Urban Meyer has done stacked up against what Dan Snyder has done is is not worse. That's the only I reason. Fair. I hate them both with a passion, a burning passion. Uh, I actually actively hate Dan Snyder more than I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay? Let's put it that way. Uh, oh, that man, Ulysses, you really threw me a curveball, didn't you? Uh, uh, okay. But um, I think one thing I wanted to do today for this episode was uh, I think I, I told talk about how about awesome it. I am. Me too. Sure, you're pretty awesome. Awesome, cheese, awesome people win their fantasy football team. Shut oh, up. By the way, by the way, Shut up. I, I I told you guys uh, you so Ulysses in my two other leagues that are better than the fa- the friendo one. Um, I made it. I, I I won one of them. Uh, after my team suffered all the all the COVID, we went seven and seven, squeaked in and won. Uh, the other one, I lost the cha- the semi round. I could have been in the championship, but anyways, I'm a winner. Cheeseman's a loser. No, what, shut up. Sp- but but speaking of losers, shut up. One thing. Okay, fine. One thing I do I, I wanted to talk about was uh, cheese. Can you look up the who are the head coaches in the NFL right now because we have finally hit that point of the season where heads are going to start to roll and I am extremely curious as to what who we think uh, who you guys think is going to be uh, is not going to be a head coach in the NFL next year Ooh, uh, I will throw out a name I will throw out the first name and oh. I think it's going to be Mike Zimmer of the Vikings I think he's oh, one of the one of the ones that has to go if he's not let go, then at this point, just just pencil in the Packers as a division champion for the entirety of this decade. Oh God, that's something that only one person likes. Uh, Cheeseman, it's the, um, it's the sad oh, fact. It's, as it stands right Packers now, we already know the Raiders and the Jaguars are actively searching. But real quick, we were talking about Mike Zimmer. You agree with us, right? That that he's. Probably oh, yeah, if he, and Matt Nagy, if he and Matt Nagy stay, the only team we had to worry about is the Lions. Because, I, mean, I mean, he's not. Cheeseman uh, would yeah. rather than stay for a half year. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather be, the, be Detroit versus Green Bay for the next decade. So, so real quick about Mike Zimmer. Ulysses, do you know how he, he shares a very special connection to all three of us? Not special, but he shares a connection to all three of us. Does he listen to the Going In Raw podcast? No, uh, that would be nice. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't listened to it in months. Uh, okay. Just because I don't, um, I haven't followed wrestling in a while. But I'm legitimately intrigued by this answer. No, no, the fact that from 2000 to 2006, he was the the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, okay. and then. From 2008 to 2013, he was the defensive coordinator for the Bengals until he got his job with Minnesota. And we were sad. Which he was great. Wait, hold on. There are some guys. Cowboys? From 2000 to 2006, all of our shittiest years in the 2000s. So was he with the Parcells? Yes. Yes, he was with the Parcells okay. ones because in 07 is when, uh, is when Wade, Phillips? Wade. Wade Phillips comes in as head coach. Uh, and he had and he had just left at that point, so yeah. But he's been with Minnesota since 2014. What? Yeah, he's been with Minnesota since 2014 as a head coach. Now, do you want to know how what his win his record there is? Okay, I I would say if his winning percentage is like. I would say it's like forty five percent. It can't be over five hundred. No, no. His his winning percentage as a coach there point five five nine. He is seventy one and fifty six. Uh, 
he's only had he's had one, two, three losing seasons in all that time. They went thirteen and three one year. They went ten and six one year. At Eleven and five another year. Uh, oh God. The year they went thirteen and three, they they I forget who they lost to in the playoffs, but it was not you know they. It's the most Kirk Cousins Vikings team possible. Is that they do that? Um, now, who do we think? I don't know, Cheeseman. You might know a little. Have some insight here. Who do you think would fill in that spot? Who Who do you think that the the Vikings could possibly hire? Jason Garrett. Are you being serious? No, I'm not. Um... Okay. Think about who they have. They're they're gonna have Kirk Cousins again. They have what's his name is as a running back. Um, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. You've got Justin Jefferson. A, okay. I think it's gonna be. I think someone who might be who might get consideration because if you look at the way the NFL is going, they like to hire younger offensive coordinated minds, mm-hmm. and I would hate to lose them. But I think our coordinator for the Cowboys is gonna get some. Helen Moore. Yeah, yeah. He's a. Uh, if I'm correct, the the Jaguars had already asked permission to interview him and uh, what's his name, uh, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, uh, Dan Quinn. So hopefully we don't lose them both. But if they move on to greener pastures, I hope they succeed. Um, Cheeseman, who do you think that they could possibly hire? Eric the enemy. I thought the same thing, right? Considering the weapons that they have. Uh, Plus, that guy's long overdue. He's an offensive mind. Um, I don't know. I think I think he's gonna he'll, he'll have a nice job somewhere. Uh, I this think Byron Leftwich becomes the coach of the Jaguars. It makes so much sense. That I think it does too. I like it. I I like that higher also because I don't. Know, I think he'd be the problem with 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 Urban Meyer was that he just wasn't going to be a guy who developed Trevor Lawrence. He just wasn't. He's not yeah. a developer anymore. That's not what he does. He's a CEO. He builds a team and he, you know, designates. Um, but I like that. I like Byron Leftwich going there, going to the Jaguars a lot. Makes so much sense for the franchise face to return home. Mm-hmm. You know where I can see Dan Quinn possibly landing? Uh, with the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah he just seems like he has the right temperament for them. Uh, he's also a little more defensive oriented. Huh? Um, but that makes way too much sense. It does. For some reason, it just does. He seems like he'd be a real, like, perfect fit for them. Uh, um, although, who knows? He might be one of those guys who ends up being a better coordinator than coach, but we won't know until, you know, he does. Uh, to be fair, he coached the Falcons to a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. And 28-3 happened. Yeah, I know um, did. Let's talk, about, let's talk about the job most likely to open. Who wants to coach the Bears? So here's there's what no I way would, Matt Nagy returns if they keep talking about it. There is one guy who I think is the most perfect person for the Bears. It's Jim Hart. No, it's Jim Harbaugh. Who there's there was reports today and yesterday that he's considering he he he's very much considering leaving college to come back to the NFL. I, I think the Bears see him be actually perfect. doing having really good success with the Bears. Well, look at Justin Fields. Look at what he had with Colin Kaepernick. You know, I think he's he'd be forward or like offensively. Uh, what do you call it? He'd be willing to to embrace the newer styles of offense in the NFL to win. I think he understands that. Uh, I think he's a good fit. I know the other name that's getting thrown around is the coach for um, for Ohio State. I forget his name. He was he was in the NFL as a coach at one point. Ryan Day, uh, yeah, Ryan Day, that would have been that wouldn't be a bad fit. He probably would have been a better fit for the Jaguars, considering that in terms of like developing a guy, you know. But I don't know. Who do you think, Cheese? Since the Bears are in your division, I hope it's Urban Meyer or Jason Garrett. But Jim Harbaugh probably does make the most sense. But we know that making the most sense and what they actually do is... I think it might be Josh McDaniels. I think he might get another shot. I think he's long overdue for one at this point. Because Um, he did. He went to to Denver. 
Denver didn't really the Denver team he was with wasn't not a good team there, so it's not entirely his fault. I feel mm-hmm. like he had Tebow, and that was about it. You're right. You're right. Um, I'm curious about another spot that I that I'm I, well, two spots. Have the Giants said that they're going to keep what's they're his name? They're keeping Joe Judge for next year. They're so stupid. I, and I Daniel Jones. So, so, so the, so the so questions are out. I like Daniel Jones's athleticism. I don't like uh, what's his name. And then for the other the other job that I think could come open is the Panthers. Yeah, that's on here. Um, And if they did, Dan Quinn could also fit there really well because they have a lot of really good defensive pieces. Yeah. Uh, they would. The problem is, I can even see a Josh McDaniels going there. But you know, a, a quiet. You know, Josh McDaniels could possibly even end up as a with the Jaguars. There's a lot of, I don't know. There's a lot of potential guys who can move around. You know who I think? Because I, I, I think they're going to probably fire their head coach in Houston. Would, Jim yeah. Caldwell would be great to bring in just for organizational stability. God knows that they need that. <laughs> Right so now. I legit think he would be a good hire for the for the Texans to just bring in, just bring in, just bring in someone that has had success. Yeah, he was the best Detroit Lions head coach they've had for a long time, and then they fired him because they weren't happy with being mid, and so they end up hiring everybody that could not get a winning season. Wasn't it under them that they made the playoffs? Yeah, like three. T- they lost to Dallas. They lost to Dallas, but they made in the a very close in a very close game. Yeah, it was a very close game, and it probably should have gone their way because of a penalty that yeah. wasn't called or was. It was but... a good game. It was a very good game. So I think Jim Caldwell going to the Texans would work. Ulysses, do you think of? Uh, do you see any other teams that could have an opening? The only one other listed on here is Denver, by the way. But I'm open to others. Hmm. Denver, that's a good one. Now, my thought process is this: so. We pretty much nailed all the teams that are in like bottom feeding teams that will probably let go. I I'm I'm gonna tackle more of the subject of those bubble teams, you know, like Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Pete Carroll gets let go. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about the Seahawks. And if 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 they keep Russell Westbrook I mean, Russell Wilson, who I think would be a really good uh, coach for that, would be the um, either the offensive coordinator for Buffalo, and I'd hate to do this to you, Cheese, but the offensive coordinator for the Packers. I, I, I think they could, if they get a, a good offensive-minded, like, yeah, ahead, I think they'd be competitive. And then the other team, depending how we, and we talked about them earlier, depending how this playoff push ends. I fear uh, Kyle Shanahan. I think that's that's his name, right? That's the one from Frisco. I don't see the only reason I I, I doubt Shanahan is uh, because he has Trey Lance, and it feels like when an NFL court, uh, coach drafts a, a young guy with a first round, they get like at least uh, they get like at least three years to fuck around with it. it, it drafting the young quarterback. Well, uh, some people, well, he <laughs> fucked around too much. That's the problem. That's the problem. Uh, eh, but I guess with Kyle Shanahan, though, he does have the one thing in his pocket where he's been to a Super Bowl. Um, so that at, le- at the very least, he he can say, look, I've had success here. Give me uh, what a, a two to three, uh, a two to three year window with Trey Lance. Let's see if we can develop him into what we think he can be for this offense. And then we'll go from there. But I, I don't know. He could. You're right. It's the NFL. People can be on the hot seat at any moment. And then the only thing I'll say is I'm going to riot if the Lions are dumb enough to fire this man. Like, <laughs> let that man let that man draft his quarterback and give him give him some some power. And God, I, I would love to play for that, dude. I love Dan Campbell. Um, I'm curious because I don't think the Lions are going to draft a quarterback this year because I don't think there's a quarterback worth drafting high uh, this year. I mean, so, yeah. 
but we'll see. I mean, either way, I still think that's that he should not be fired and should absolutely be allowed to have that job for at least a year, another year or two. Um, but I think that covers all the coaches, right, Cheeseman? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Everyone else is pretty much either safe or now. Uh, no one gives a shit about. <laughs> now let me yeah. ask you this, Cheeseman, because again, I I always like to pick your brain for your divisions. And I know, like, Cleveland. What do you think the scenario is going to happen with them? Oh, God, give me four more years of Baker Mayfield, please, if that's the way he's going to be playing. I feel perfectly vindicated because I've said for a while that Baker Mayfield is just not the right quarterback for for Cleveland. Um, I also just don't like the guy, but that's just me. Uh, I think... I think Baker Mayfield would probably fit with Saint with the with the Saints with Sean Payton. Uh, I think he can help him get better, but I don't. I don't know. Who do, what do you think about this? I think what Ulysses wanted to know is like, guess also what he thinks about the chief, the coaching staff too. Stuff yeah. is, he's not a bad coach. I just think they just had a bad season. I don't know. I think things just fell apart for them and fell apart really quick. What I don't um, understand is who's dictating whether Baker plays at this point because it seems like it's more him than than his coaches and you know, and that's, he's not that's playing the this week. It's like I feel like Baker is the one going out there going like, no, 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 I'm playing even though I can't throw a ball down twenty yards. Mm-hmm. They should and have shut him down a long time ago. And that's when you need a coach to be the adult in the room, you know, like to sit him down, going like, look, I'm looking out for you. Like, what's the point of you playing these extra games if next year you're going to be throwing ducks everywhere, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they need to have someone who who's an adult in the room, and I don't think uh, he's the guy. And that that's my thing. It's funny because the, the way at least it usually goes is after three years, teams usually know whether or not they have their franchise guy. And we're three years in with the Browns, and they still don't know if they have their franchise guy. And to me, that's kind of an answer. Uh, I think that is the, the I, I know they're probably going to keep him for the next, last year because it's going to be 18 million and we're going to see if he can play himself into a better contract. I don't know. I don't know. Baker's a big, uh, a big question mark. Um, here's the thing though. If the Browns get an opportunity to make a run at Aaron Rodgers or Russ, you know, Russell Westbrook, then, uh, you bet your ass, Westbrook, or, or, or even Deshaun Watson. Did I say Westbrook? God dang it, Westbrook Wilson. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook making a huge career change this late. I think he. I think you, I wait, Ulysses. Ulysses, you said it too. Yeah. Okay. See, he didn't catch that one. Um, but Russell Wilson, if Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or even as much as I don't really care for the guy now, Deshaun Watson made a run. I'm pretty sure Cleveland would gladly go after one of them. Uh, instead of Baker, but I think that's the NFL as it stands. I guess before we leave, <sighs> Ulysses, you you usually keep up with sports outside of football. Is there anything interesting you want to include? Uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan, saying, holy hell! Thank you. Oh yeah, thank DeMar DeRozan, baby. Holy he is, hell! He is playing some. F- Fantastic fucking football, uh, football, basketball. <laughs> Although now I kind of want to watch that too. Um, I don't know. That, Le- what LeBron's been doing has been super impressive at his age. Like, shit. Yeah. He's averaging like 28 points a game. And that's more than he thing... averaged during his MVP. Yeah. <laughs> and the only other thing is, I'm really starting to, to understand. Charles Barkley's take on Anthony Davis. And it's, it's, it's really starting to get frustrating as a Laker fan that we can't rely on the guy anymore. You know, like he, he, he sits out every other game at this point. And the sad part is talent wise, he should be the best player on that team. You know, like yep. LeBron's LeBron, but at, had, at Anthony Davis's age and whatnot, and his at his skill ability, he should be the number one guy. And the fact that we just can't rely on him to do that is frustrating. 
and it's I'm really starting to get my to my wit's end with the guy. I understand. I think we all. I think uh, I think that's kind of the way that we all look at it. Where it's like you should be the guy. You you should be the guy on that team. LeBron wants you to be the guy, so he doesn't have to. And still, you're not the guy. Uh, it's I don't know. I don't know. He just can't stay healthy and. It's going to be interesting to see what the Lakers do because that team is not holding together well. It reminds me a lot of like when, uh, remember when they got, um, what was it? When the Lakers had Carl Malone. And oh, that, yeah. And they tried whole... to make that run and they lost to the Spurs. Yes, they did. No, that's when they lost to the Pistons. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it was yeah. the Pistons. Jeez, man. What a weird. Carl Malone was on the Lakers. That's a weird and he thing. Couldn't win there either. Nope. Nope. Um, and I think and that other, and only the other sports news I got is, sadly, the MLB lockout is still happening. And in selfish news, the MLS has started started their free agency period, and they've been doing a lot of trades, and a lot of the new coaches that have been assigned. Like I know you guys aren't much MLS fans. And I know. Please I'm, talk. I'm. I'm going to get you guys involved. All you have, all you guys have a I team near there. So all of you should be anyway. Um, yeah. Like uh, my, my LAFC, we got pretty much gutted this off season. So I'm pretty terrified. We got a new head coach and I like him. So I'm, I'll be interested to see how they play this season. They still got my boy Latif blessing. So Let's see if somehow you listen to this. I love you. Just just know that you're my boy. That's a good and name. it's a good name, isn't it? That's a good name. And and yeah, that's that's all I got. All right. I the last thing I want to say is fuck you, Novak Djokovic. You're never gonna get into Australia. Ha ha ha. Unvaxxed asshole. Anyways. Oh wait, you guys didn't hear about that? Yeah, I heard Australia it. I said, saw it today. Yeah, Ulysses Australia said you can't come into our country, Novak Djokovic. I understand you want to play in this tennis tournament, but you're not vaccinated. You're an anti-vaccine. It's a Grand Slam tournament too, so it's yep. one that matters. Yeah, so he can't play in it. He's not allowed in their country. So fuck him, and fuck you too, Aaron Rodgers. All right, Cheeseman, you should probably take us home, right? I think it's time because we still have topics. Yeah, we still got part two, episode two, The Phantom Menace, coming up, nine wow. o'clock, TBS. Get there. Number one, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna let him do that. Just gonna let I'm it ride, F. man. I'm Anthony yeah. F. You can uh, you can follow me at Born to Run underscore nineteen. Ulysses, where can they I've follow been Ulysses. You? you can follow me at we underscore cho underscore on pretty much anything. If you used to, you just said that you were you've been Ulysses. Who are you now? Cheeseman? Cheese- no, I'm okay. Cheeseman. Who are you? I'm okay. I'm what happens if Kaufman stays out in the sun and eats like twenty burgers a day. Yeah, but no no, but that's not gonna make him shrink. And you can find Have you seen me what happens with raisins? At the cheese of okay. and at OG Cheeseman. This has been the Beards of Oz podcast. I'm signing off now. Kaufman! I hope your ass is in the dugout. All right. Yeah. Bye.